No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. This episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by Shop Tour Bus. Shop Tour Bus. Shop Tour Bus. Go to Shop Tour Bus on Instagram at Shop Tour Bus or shoptourbus.com on your smartphone, computer, um, AI controlled computer driven implant that goes into your head. <laughs> not yet, almost. Why not? We could so have it. We could. I'll bet they do have it. I mean, we don't have access to it. I'm, I'm, it's the royal we. 
This oh, also, the royal week. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone could be listening to this 10 years from now on their implant in their head. And if you are, hi. Good on you. Yeah. Good you on should you. still go to Shop Tour Bus and get a new shirt because if it's been 10 years since this episode came out and you're still wearing that same grubby ass t-shirt you were wearing 10 years ago, you need to get a new one, my friend. You really do. Where should, you get a, where should these people get a new shirt? Apple? At shoptourbus.com. What's going on over there? Well, right now going on over there is they are working on a series of lyrical storytelling boxes. Based on Grateful Dead lyrics. First set is dedicated to all the brown-eyed women out there. You said dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> to the one I love. Melanie, are you a brown-eyed woman? No, I am a singular woman, um, but yes, I am brown-eyed. Do you like red grenadine? I Who sure, does? Shirley I mean, Temples. Yeah. yeah, yeah sure. It's good. Roy Rogers and Shirley Temples. Look, guys. Wow, that was a cool noise. Manly Apple. man. That was a like new a one. That was a, <laughs> the microphone sound <laughs> like party. Wait, one other thing they're working on, too, which this is cool. Inspired by... Their trip to Boulder for family weekend. Mm-hmm. We love family, mm-hmm. right? Everybody we love weekends family. too. We love family weekends. They're kicking out a few Colorado themed boxes. Oh shit! So if you don't know what Shop Tour Bus is, they are a t-shirt company that delivers amazing Grateful Dead inspired artwork on their shirts. And but you don't just get like the shirt when you order something from you get. This amazing handcrafted box with, well, I guess the theme right now is brown-eyed women and other lyrics from the Grateful Dead written on the box. And and you get a bootleg tape, you get a pencil to spool it with, you get candy, you get bubblegum. Bubblegum. Apple, just slam your shit down on the table, man. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We're not recording. Nobody would have noticed if you wouldn't have pointed it out. (laughs) Anyway, guys... Shop Tour Bus is the one and only sponsor of No Simple Road, and this is family supporting family, guys. So they are part of our family, and so are you. So let's get together and support each other and do the do. We love you guys. Oh, and use the code No Simple Road when you check out, and those cool cats will give you free shipping. You hook us up. No shit. You we hook you wow. up. Wow. <laughs> For you to hook yourself up. And they will also hook you up starting this week with a blue light cheap hotel sticker that is badass. Go to their Instagram and you will see it at Shop Tour Bus. Go check it out, guys. ShopTourBus.com. This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com. Welcome. Oh my god, dude. It's kind of appropriate. Welcome, No Simple Road family. Hey now, No Simple Road family. 
it's 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 like fresh vegetables. Jesus, <laughs> you know, the second I turn on the mic, I, I'm like, is everybody ready? And everybody looks at me like, yeah, we're ready. And then I touch the record, and Apple just grabs my. <laughs> You guys wanted to hear that. I know you wanted to hear it. That's well, right. Yeah. Oh, hi, guys. We had a recent listener tell us that we should add or, or yeah, an interviewee. Aaron's pick, Aaron's pick Aaron. says, you guys need to do sound effects. I want to do that for a while. So, I'm the one the, that wanted to do that from the very beginning. So look forward to sound effects. I That's was listening to Aaron's effect. picks and we were talking about how your word is important and doing what you say and following through. And in that interview, we were like, yeah, we're going to put sound effects and the interview release with zero sound effects. So <laughs> I just want everyone to know out there that I observed Oops. that. And when you listen to us, don't believe everything we say. Well, I mean, no, I'm just true. being honest. Aaron no, can't believe us. We said with sound effects, no sound effects. Yeah, yeah you're right. So like, like that's what promises. I mean. Everybody oh. has a percentage of failure rate, <laughs> and we do. I'm just calling out our own iniquities. Iniquity, iniquity, iniquity. 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 And to what? take take from fear of a craft for a planet, we're very busy. Yeah, you know, love you guys. First of all, I th- was thinking about this too. Um. The reason why we're not full time is because we do this shit part time. We're like, oh, it's late. I don't want to do an hour. They're like, oh wait, two That's weeks from now, does. let's let's do that. Or we're not fucking doing it like we used to do it, and that's why it's part time. It is. I don't part- agree with that. You don't no, have to. No, I agree with her as far as the recording part of it. It's it's hard to get us all to sit down because we all have work schedules. Writers got different days off. Mel's really in flux right now. I'm pretty set, and so are you. But still, we come home like mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking day at the yeah, office. That's true. That's but true. I you don't agree. But I don't agree that we are doing this. We're doing. No, this. we're doing it like tonight. That's this is not we're, what I said all we're, on, we're all on point tonight. I can tell Mel was just drifting off a second ago, but the mic comes yeah. on. You're fucking go well, go go. I just, you know, I, I just don't want to participate in shit that I'm not interested in and joking around bullshit. Sometimes <laughs> it's not what I'm interested in. Listen, Mel doesn't want to have fun anymore, guys. No, Listen. I don't want to. Sometimes. Sometimes you want a chai and sometimes you want a coffee and then other times you want water. And sometimes I'm not going to take a chai just because it's there if I want water. That's not what I'm going to do. So that's what I got to say. And and in her defense also, she puts up with a lot of silliness from us men here. I don't know what you're talking about. We're way... Mel's silly and funny too, but we're we're stupid. <laughs> I'm nothing but serious and intellectual. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Oh yeah, well I'm sorry, except for fucking writer. <laughs> He's the exception. He's I never. Alright. Okay. Seven <laughs> minutes in, nobody even knows who we're releasing this week. It's a secret till it's the a very se- end. Yeah. It's a secret. No, it's not a secret. The very end. Guys, this is okay. Here's the deal. We we're very honored to have Sam Tripoli come on the show and to interview him and talk to him. And when we interviewed Sam, it was at the beginning of the summer and this crazy concert season that happened and all these interviews we did at High Sierra and everything that you guys have heard over the past couple of months. And this episode got 
pushed to the back of the line because all that stuff was happening current. And that's not fair. This is a badass interview with Sam. It is. And and we did push this one back too because we I think in a way it was kind of t- we hope all you listeners like this. It's a little tailored to what we like. The conspiracy thing. We had Greg Carlwood on. Yeah, it is definitely it perfect is too. for Halloween. And and especially me and Aaron were really big admirers of you of Sam. And yeah. He, he's a cool motherfucker. And it was a trip, man. He, yeah, we he just was, listened back to this before we are doing this, and there's some heavy shit here. Wow. My my ear is really messed up. Yep. You should go to an ear doctor. You have very good insurance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> while you were right, talking, Apple. While yeah. you were talking to now. Somebody encourage, encourage him. People who oh, already I'm know our go. listeners, you mothers out there. I'm going to be that, Aaron to go that to grandpa doctor. that's like, I get, talk into my other ear. My good ear. My good ear. My right ear does this thing now where certain frequencies, it sounds like a ripped um, speaker head. Like I can hear everything fine. It just sounds crunchy. Yeah. And then just now while you were talking, like pressure built up and it started ringing. Okay, cool. You looked at me funny. I yeah, thought no, it wasn't you, man. That was I thought the aliens wrong. were communicating with the inside of my implant that's in my right ear. It's you don't have your tinfoil your... hat on. See what I mean about not believing everything we say, guys? Just saying. <laughs> hey, you don't know if I have an implant or not. I mean, I'm just saying. You don't. My <laughs> nose used to be straight. Then I had sleep paralysis, woke up, nose was crooked. You tell me. Oh, that's when I punched you in the nose. <laughs> no, Mel hit me with the phone. <laughs> right? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Are we going to just brush over that? <laughs> what? I mean, Mel I'll hit talk you with the phone. All day long. Look, that's okay. good stuff. This was like. Maybe Alicia Lynn. So a year it was 1998. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the scene was set. It was May 29th. Wow, no, three days no, after my birthday. I do not recall the day, but how that whole phone thing happened was, you see, I married a junkie. And um, <laughs> junkies aren't the most honest people, especially when they're fresh out of being... Um, Junkies. So Aaron would say things to me that weren't true. I guess we call them lies, but um, (laughs) he would just say say things. And then one of the things that I really hated was smoking because my mom smoked my whole entire life and she just did Uh not give a fuck. And she just smoked in the car, in the bathroom, like everywhere. And so my mom also was all about coffee. Drank coffee, smoked cigarettes. Drank coffee, smoked cigarettes. My mom also is a Sagittarius. My mom also is very much like Aaron. What does this have to do with the phone? I was just going to say, it sounds like you're it talking about It's a your huge husband. roundabout thing. I guess how it has to deal with the phone was that we I hated. You hit me with the phone. No, we were fighting about the cigarettes. That's what it was. It was the cigarettes. And he told me that he wasn't smoking. 
Yeah. And he right, he continued to tell me that he wasn't smoking. And you okay. were going to call the police. Well, hold on. Since we're doing this. Well, because I told you to get out and you wouldn't. <laughs> full disclosure, and I'm sure Melanie knows this. He used me as a scapegoat. A scapegoat. A scapegoat. He would be like, I, sm- I heard him say it to you in the past. Well, I smell uh, like cigarettes because I was hanging mm-hmm, around Apple. Mm-hmm. And oh, Apple and I fucker. talked about this recently um, away from Aaron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Because we, we talked about Aaron a lot. Now. <laughs> Yeah, we we've do. become very good friends. But yeah, Aaron liked me and I fucking had it. And yeah. I picked up the closest thing because he was trying to like calm me down, trying to like grab me, like chill me out. And I wasn't having it. I was like, get the fuck out. And he was like, no. And I grabbed the phone and boom. And he had just had gotten surgery on his nose oh. for his deviated septum. And it fucked it up again. It did. It like the deviated septum surgery corrected his deviated septum <laughs> and the lie actually decorrected it. Yeah, it was it's okay. It's, it's much better now. That has nothing to do with your ear. No, it has nothing to do with my ear. That was how long ago though? Okay, That's that a, was cool to hear. I love, yeah. I love that. We all know each other so well, but these twenty come years, out dude. once in a while of a yeah. story you dude, didn't know. She, okay, it was one, so this is like back like before that. cell phones and all that. And it was one of those phones that like the handset also had the numbers on it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And she hit me with the handset <laughs> with the numbers right across the bridge of my nose and split my nose open. That's not how I remember it. I recall that it was one of those phones with like the the metal. It was green. On the I, trust me, I got hit in the face and with it. I remember you it. Hang, you hang it up with the metal on the bottom, and I went like that mm. with it. It was a whole phone. Yeah. It was the whole phone. And then we both looked at each other like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. And then the fight was over. Yep, that was that. Okay. That Welcome was, to No Simple yeah. Road, guys. Hey, family. So anyway, <laughs> Sam Turpley interview here. See, wow. Yeah. Far out. Happy Halloween, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That Happy is a Halloween, Halloween story. So, yeah. okay. It wasn't aliens. It was Mel that put the implant <laughs> in my nose. With a phone. Like a phone. I said, I know that <laughs> I know what implants in there. <laughs> wow. I don't even know how to segue out of that. Like uh, on a skateboard. No. Yeah. So hey, how's it going, everybody? I'm sorry, it's because what's so funny over there, Santa Claus? Now I can't remember whatever you just said. It reminded me of a post day on Instagram. Oh, with you, the dog? With the dog. Okay. I know exactly Boom. what you're talking about. It's I all- don't say it. I'm going to post it. I'm going to post it. Why can't you say it? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. It, it, well, okay, he's going to post it. So funny. It was so like, it was like I, gave, I gave my dog a bunch of, or my dog ate a bunch of chocolate was this morning. Now he's sick as fuck. And it's a picture of a dog on a skateboard. Like, like riding a rail. Getting sick as fuck. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway, guys, <laughs> All right. Sam Tripoli, Mel hit me with the phone. Aliens, what else? I have um, conspiracies. What? Aaron lied. I did. Oh yeah, I lied. that's established. <laughs> well, well. Established. I mean, we all lied. We all agreed. Yeah, to well, the, that was how the intro of this was. Don't believe us. I don't lie as much as you guys. That's why I'm always in trouble. Yep, it's true. <laughs> You're pretty much perfect, Apple. I wouldn't say that, but I'm not a bad apple. No, you don't no. ruin the bunch. No. You really don't. No. 
He's a good apple. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. Anyway, follow us on Instagram, guys. You get to see a dog getting sick. (laughs) (laughs) No Simple Road. Uh, Head over to nosimpleroad.com. That's where you can get the merch for the show and the pins and the shirts and the stickers and the stuff, guys. And um, you can also click on the family tab over there. And that's where the newsletter is at. And you could sign up there. We don't share your info with anybody, and you'll get periodic, uh, what is it? Telecommunications, telecommunications. from me and the group. Um, but I, I thought you shared all their information with that dude, that dude, Carl. Oh, no. Carl, I had to stop sharing oh, info with Carl. Carl. Yeah, okay. Carl. Okay, so we are not sharing your information. Nope. Not ever. Never had, never will. That is definitely uh, not a Chan Donator thing. (laughs) Always will be as much as I can. No, no. (laughs) That's not a reward they get. We'll share your information with people. And that reminds me, I forgot to talk about this past couple shows. Uh, When and if you sign up on Patreon, Buzz, one of our friends and fellow family member of the No Simple Road family. Fellow ramen lover. Caught one of my fuck-ups on the show. I guess at some point I said, Chan Donators love fresh fresh vegetables. I don't know <laughs> when or how that came out of my face, but it did. It did. And Buzz caught it and had stickers made. And they are limited edition. There's only going to be one run of those stickers done. And the only way you can get those wonderful little stickers is by signing up on Patreon. Um, Currently, nobody has them because we haven't sent no. them out. Nope. So I haven't even put one I want. I would like to and send them all out at the same time. I, so I will admit I already put one on my phone. Okay, uh, Ryder is sec- displaying he, he one. He gave buzz. it to us. And he hand-delivered those to yep. us. And Thank to you, me, Vince. Ryder, and Sydney to ramen dinner. And that's and I just want to say a personal thank you from all of us here on the porch to at hair of the wolf. Um, He is one of our Patreon supporters and he actually just upped his his donation amount. And Christoph, man, thank you. We we really appreciate it. And we love you, man. And you're an amazing artist. And it's cool. It's cool to know that the artistic community is supporting No Simple Road. It's really cool. Um, if you I don't know, them. I huh? love watching his live videos of them. him drawing. Yep. How he does the so cool. out, like yeah. Kind of- I I would love to sit and see one of those done from like the beginning of it all the way through to the end. Like if he recorded the whole thing, I could sit and watch that shit all day. Yeah. He like scratches that spot right Make in the middle YouTube of my page. brain, huh? Should, should make a YouTube page. Yeah. yeah. There you go, Christoph. That's from Ryder to you. Ryder's going to handle all your YouTube stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of YouTube, you can go to the YouTube channel. Ryder's got a bunch of episodes up there. So not only can you get the past episodes up on nosimpleroad.com, but you can get them on the YouTube channel and head over there and drop a like and subscribe. Drop a like and subscribe, bro. <laughs> Ryder. You derailed me, man. I, I had to hit the pause button. I did. I got- <laughs> Say it we again. Gone for Do a it while. again. Drop a like and subscribe, bro. Oh, God. It's just The whole point of all of that, though, <laughs> before we went off into YouTube land and Kristoff drawing and having his own YouTube channel, was talking about Patreon. And that's how we keep the show going. That's how we keep the lights on here and continue giving the show to you guys and getting to do it ourselves. So, you know consider it think about it 
then head over to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and sign up you can give as little as a buck a month or as much as you want we have some people that are giving like three dollars and 33 cents you know yeah thank you laura and just as an aside guys one of our family is in need our sister laura reached out to the show i'm not going to read the letter that she wrote because it's private but suffice it to say that laura has been busting her ass um I've known Laura since uh, I lived in Vegas, and me, she's been a friend of the family ever since we met her. And uh, she's actually been on the show. She was up here last year around Christmas time and hung out for a little while and went to CRB shows with us. And she reached out to the show, and uh, she's having a hard time right now, man. She is between places to live, and she has been bouncing around places ever since she left up here. And she's having a really difficult go. And uh, she asked that we would spread the word about her GoFundMe. So if you guys would be so kind as to go to GoFundMe.com and search uh, Help Laura Get a Camper Van on that GoFundMe, it'll bring you to her GoFundMe. And she's trying to raise money to get herself a place to live. And look, she's not doing things the traditional way. And most of us that are out there listening aren't doing that and uh she's reaching out to the family guys and so i'm asking you guys to help her out you know like you know even a dollar and they add up i've seen some of those gofundmes for like 40 grand and you know forty thousand people gave a buck and boom there it is yeah so she's looking for you know to get herself a place and have a roof over her head that's mobile so she can move around and not have to struggle anymore and we're asking you guys to go over there and take a look. And if you are so inclined to help her out, that would be really rad. And um, Mel, didn't you have something that you were going to talk about? A review or something? Yeah. yeah you said we had a new review, review oh, on yes. Apple Podcast. Because that is something you can do for the show that doesn't cost any money is leave those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. And every once in a while, we go back through there and we read them and... This is one of them, I think. Yeah, this is one of them. This is from the Apple Podcasts. Um, I don't go through Stitcher or any of those, so we may have reviews that we've never seen um, because I've never read them. But here is... um, this is from Brent. Mapache and Neil C are near and dear to me to my heart. So hearing you share them to your NSR friends warms that same heart, and the humor stands tall with the love. So that is rad. Peace, Brent. And then Nerm the Worm. I love this podcast. It's a must listen for anyone who enjoys music and good conversation. Much love to the NSR community. And that is you guys. Much love to you guys. Thank you so much. And um, I just didn't want Aaron to be the only one that said something about Laura because today I was listening to the episode. Um, it's any way you love, you know how we feel or we know how you feel is the name of the episode. And Laura... She was writing into the show these really beautiful letters and the letter that Aaron did not read um, that she sent us was also very beautiful and she is really trying to do her best at doing what's right in her life and she said that she was um, 
you know, one of the parts of the letter that I can share that she said that my being vulnerable was the thing that made her, you know, write, reach out to us and write and ask if we would say something. So I just want to throw that in there too, that whole vulnerability thing to like, um, I'm learning so much about that. And, um, through this show, we've all had to become more vulnerable than usual just because, you know, more people pay attention. And if somebody can be vulnerable enough to say, Hey, can you help me? Um, at least, you know, a smile in the direction. So even if you don't give her any money, I mean, just give her some, you know, visit, visit it and just read it at least. Send and her some cosmic love. Yeah, send her yeah. some cosmic love or Positive send it to vibes. somebody who you think might um, donate, you know. Um, so I just wanted to say that because she's a rad sister and she it would be really fucking awesome, you guys, if by me and Aaron and Ryder and Apple talking about and this, Darwin. she got her fucking camper van. Like, that would be so rad. That's like the yeah. equivalent of Ty Pennington running up to your house and saying, move that bus. Like, <laughs> that would, would be, be fucking rad. And it would be like a personal favor to the show. Yes, it would. Like, well, she... She's part of the family. Yeah. Well, you know... Apple and her had a relationship. It wasn't a secret. It wasn't, yeah. right? Well, that's what I was going to say. Laura, she's very near and dear to my heart and a best friend and somebody I will know forever and knew on other levels. And she's she's one of the coolest people you ever meet. Very strong, very determined, very just soul. But then a silent sufferer, I, too, like she mentioned, you know? Yeah. And so a lot of people just... Um, don't realize they don't speak up when they need yeah help. speak up guys yeah i mean <clears throat> no simple road is a community it's i mean obviously it's a podcast because they're sitting here talking to microphones but i don't know what you're talking about. beyond that it's a community it's you guys that listen to the show that are interacting with each other on the reddit page and seeing each other at shows with the merch on and saying hi to each other and meeting through instagram and all the stuff and ways that we get to know each other and so you know this world is is tough it's life is not easy and when it's rough it's really rough and when it's good it's really fucking good and when we've got it good and one of our family is having a hard time it's up to the community to come behind them and put their arms around them and help them out so that's you know that's what it's all about and we got one other letter this week and I just want to say thanks personally to Jason, and we're gonna see you Friday night. <laughs> oh yeah! So By Jason, the time this comes out. Yeah, we'll have gone already. But, um, Jason reached out and asked if we were going to the Pigeons playing ping pong show on Friday, and it was at the beginning of the week that he wrote in and I answered him back and I was like, I don't know, man, we're on the fence and I don't know. We've got other stuff going on. We're going to Wolf brothers in a week and blah, 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 whatever I said. And he wrote back and I'm going to read his letter to you guys. It's, it's pretty funny. He said, I, cause I had said we were on the fence and we've really wanted to see them. We missed them at high Sierra yeah. because other things going on. And so, and so he, this is his, uh, his letter. We'll get off the fucking fence and fly with the flock. 
I'll assume you made a big mistake, <laughs> a big mistake, and skipped their set at High Sierra because you were up. They were up against your boy Chris Robinson. Let's not let that happen again. These guys are the real deal when it comes to psychedelic jamming. We'll be doing the three-show Pacific Northwest run. This band is not to be missed. We met at the Osiris Ten at Autzen this summer and ran into you again at High Sierra. And I've been into the podcast ever since. Keep up the good work. Coo coo, Jason. <laughs> Jason, you got us off the fence. Me, Mel, Apple, and Sid are going to the show tomorrow night, we're and we're going to see you there. <laughs> Fly with work. the flock. So there'll be a most likely be a trip report and a show recap that comes out for that most show likely, in, in yeah, the next it, month. I'm not yes, making any promises be. anymore. No promises. I already got called a liar tonight. <laughs> I'm good. You don't have to. You just say there will be. There may be. Is it calling you a liar or just stating that you're a liar? Because <laughs> I said Aaron. I did use your name. And there was no defense. Yeah. No, it. So, that shit happened. Okay, so I wasn't calling you anything. No. Okay. Fair enough. So yeah, we're going over there and go check it out. We've never been to a pigeon show before and have been listening to them for a while. So we're all super excited to go check it out. And Jason, I just want to let you know that you single-handedly pushed the three of us off the fence and we're flying. I'll now. be the next one. If I have enough. Well, you got to work. Yeah, yeah, you get it. We get it. All, you yeah, you get a pass. Work, that work thing. Yeah. So I want to say, uh, just a shout out to Preston. We've been talking back and forth and sending each other Aww. stuff to listen to, and and he's on a very similar journey as me. And I just shout out to you, man. Preston is Aww. a kick-ass member of this community that yep. is super fucking cool, and we love you, Preston. And what's up, Apple? You got I, I something just, too? When he said we got, we're bringing it up on the same level as Ryder and stuff, we got a special event coming up to me, Aaron, Ryder, and Alex are going to see his writer's favorite band, 21 Pilots, here at the Moda Center on November 15th. It's, uh, okay. It's going to be like the bro fucking 21. It's, it's like 21 Pilots is like writer's Grateful Dead. And I know that he is super fucking excited for all of us to go with him. Yes, I am. Why? Because you brought me to your favorite show, or uh-huh. to your favorite concert, and... yes. It was amazing, and I just want to return the favor in any way I can. Aw. Yeah. That's sweet, man. You're welcome. So. And it's going to be really fun. It's just like a party. I enjoy their I music. I like parties. Mm-hmm. Parties are fun. What was that, Apple? I said I enjoy their music. Me and Ryder sat out here many nights listening to them. I heard them before we moved up here. It was knew them but then with writer's zest for them and sitting out here and drinking several times his vigor they're they're awesome he's he's they're man they got some lyrics and it's cool for you guys to all do a little guys night and be boys and be stupid all night and not have to hold back and bond and all that kind of stuff it's gonna be really cool for you guys and I think that it's gonna be really good for you babe we can be as stupid as we want Really? Yeah. <laughs> we might end up burning down the moda. We might. Something bad is most likely going to happen. So, anyway. That's Instagram. We? The website. Patreon. Laura. Jason. Pigeons playing ping pong. Um, 
Preston. Uh, Preston. Christoph. Lying. Me lying. Um, what else? That's I a think... that's a hell of an intro for Sam. Yeah. None of it had to do with conspiracy theories. Nothing. Well, you guys deep in. It was all it. a conspiracy theory. None of this is true. Maybe this it's is all, all an act. Deep state. Yeah. We. This whole show is scripted. I'm coming out right now and uh, saying it. I'm admitting it. The whole thing's scripted. We I spend, sit here for hours. I spend hours. hours during the week at my other job, not working on the work that I do, but writing scripts mm-hmm. for No Simple Road, and then I have to run it by Apple, and then Mel edits it. And the writer types it up. And I refuse, I'll refuse to type it if I don't agree with it. Right. And Darwin has full veto control. Yep. yep. <laughs> Last night we were playing with their turntable and Apple put on Viva Santana and it was kind of loud down in the basement. And Darwin. Yeah, I have. They're, they're. What? They're really good speakers. Darwin they're came JBL and club laid monitors down. from the 70s. Darwin loves Santana, dude. He, he laid came. down in front of the speakers and was wagging his tail. Aww. And had his ears kind of back and was staring at the speakers. Darwin loves Santana. And Neil Young. Well, everyone knows that Darwin loves <laughs> Neil Young. Our yeah. dog is a Neil Young and Santana fan. Yeah. So, anyway, guys, <laughs> you've made it through the intro. You made it through the shop tour bus commercial you made it through us talking and all this stuff <laughs> or did you and oh. we finally made it to that part where one of us says the magic words let's do it together bro ready one two three without, without further, further ado, ado we give, give you sam Tripoli. That was fun. That was a whole thing that just happened. Had to move from outside and come inside, and now we're inside and we're not outside. Fucking bullshit. Poop train goes off the rails. Poop train went all the way off the rails. Let's try this again. Choo choo. Here it goes. Oy vey. Oy vey. Sam. Yeah. There we go. What's happening, brother? I am here. How you How doing? Are you? Man? How do I sound? You sound good, man. Everybody All else. Alright, cool. I... Yeah. I just have to be on speaker for a little while because my phone is uh, charging. <laughs> it's always the thing, man. Like as soon as we get ready to start the interview, fucking our network takes a shit. Yeah, and it's just like my these like as soon as a new update comes down, the, the cell phone commits like honorable seppuku and it just kills itself <laughs> and now now the now the stupid battery won't freaking carry a charge. That that's a fucking conspiracy all in itself, man. They update No, it. no, no, they admitted to it. They already admitted to it. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, you can go down to the Apple store and get a brand new uh a brand new battery because they admit they they, 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 dude, it's been obvious forever. When a new phone comes out, you get a, a you get a, 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 a system update, and your your phone goes to crap. Yeah, it's it. The, you you download the update, and it might as well when it turns back on, fucking have the middle finger on the screen, like, hey, fuck you, go buy some more shit. Yeah. Well. And any every other country, I like Europe. They pounded on Apple. The United States, nothing. Yeah. Garbage. Well, Garbage. 
Well, I'm Aaron, by the way, and nice to meet you, man. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, pleasure to meet you, too. How yeah, are you? I'm good, man. And um, sitting next to me is my brother, Apple. Hey, how's it going, Sam? Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. It, you know, it's a trip, Sam. Like, it, I think you guys, when did you guys start Tinfoil Hat? It started about, uh, I mean, like, I started by myself, so I'm just looking at it. It's about, um, it's about a, I want to say, a year and, like, three months old, maybe? Yeah, like, you you and I, I mean, you've been doing this a lot longer than I have, but, like, we started these shows almost at the same time. And, like, for us, I'm nobody. I'm a deadhead that lives up in Portland, Oregon, like getting people to come on the show. I didn't, I didn't know the first fucking thing about how to do that or how to go about it. And I'll tell you what, man, dudes like you and, and Duncan and Ed Lou and just so cool, man. I just, I really appreciate it. Like when you reach out to somebody and you want to have them on the show and then you don't really have any clout behind you. And then they answer back. It's like, fuck, yeah, okay, cool. This We can pull this off. It's like asking the hot chick out to the prom. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're all ready for a rejection. <laughs> I know, that's how it goes. I I, uh, I always do something where you throw it all out and then you hope somebody, somebody hits you back. And, uh, you know, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Yep. And I just, you know, I just say fuck it and just keep moving on and just as it gets bigger, you know, you know, you'd get a bigger clout, you know, I'm, I'm simple hat. We're now starting to get bigger names, which is pretty cool, you know, it's a blessing. Yeah. And, uh, so we, so it's, you know, but it's just like, I think also if you, if you put out good quality stuff, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you, uh, yeah, who, who your guests are, but I do understand you need good guests too at the same time. So yeah, I mean, I totally get it. Totally. That's, what's going to have people come and listen <laughs> in the first place. I think after that, if they find out that you have a personality or that you're funny or you're witty or whatever the fucking, whatever your deal is, like then they'll come back, but you got to have something up front to pull them in. Like what was the, when you started doing tinfoil hat, like was conspiracy something that you were into before that? Or did you like, was that just sitting around with a group well, of friends that fuck it, I'm going to start a conspiracy show. Well, what had happened is, um, well, basically, hold on a second. Let me yeah. check this out real quick. Um, what happened was that I had done the Naughty Show podcast, which was this crazy kind of Howard Stern type show. And it, I wasn't trying to be Howard Stern. I just liked chaos. You know, I was like really big into chaos. And uh, we basically ran its course. We'd, we'd interviewed everybody you could possibly interview. And so we'd hit this kind of... Um, We'd hit a, uh, we hit a wall, you know, yeah. and the other pe- I was getting along, I wasn't getting along with the co one of the co-hosts and the other guy was getting kind of super busy. And so I said, you know what? We did not show. We did what seemed to be like three, 400 episodes. I don't even know how long, Jesus. And, but it never got traction. It never got traction. I never understood. So I, that show, even though I thought it was the funniest thing we ever did, I decided like, okay, enough. So. Then I wanted to start doing um, storytelling. So I did a show called the International Bad Boys Hour, and that was a lot of fun. But again, me and the co-host kind of had a falling out. 
So I stopped doing that. So I was doing these, like these, um, model doing these kind of rant shows. And then the whole thing with the 2016 election kind of, I was watching Hillary just jack the primaries Mm -hmm. from, uh, Bernie Sanders and nobody was saying anything. And I'd always been in conspiracies when my, when my dad, when I was very young, my father told me never believe anything you hear and half what you see. And that always stuck with me. And (laughs) so then I remember like as a kid, not, I don't know how young I actually was, but I was younger. And uh, I, I, the Iron Sheet got busted with Hacksaw Jim Duggan in a, a truck at the same time, shit-faced. And I was like, oh, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. <laughs> I love it. That's a great so, way. It's from wrestling, man. That's awesome. Yeah, and then I realized, oh, because you always heard it was fake, but then you didn't really realize how fake it you was. You want to fucking believe it, yeah. It's wild to believe there was, I mean, I grew up in the golden age, you know, Hogan and, yeah, me and, too. and Andre the Giant. So, like, I love that stuff, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And I don't even get mad that it's fake. I don't even get mad. I don't care. It's like a TV show with violence. That's how I see it. It's no different than watching a television show, just there's violence. And, yeah. You know, actual violence. So, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it being fake. But that kind of, at that point, that was a big deal for me. Right. So, then I kind of just started watching, you know, and then I've always been kind of politically savvy and I've always rooted for the little guy and all that stuff. So just over time, I started seeing stuff. I saw Obama. I voted for Obama the first time. And then I remember when they were talking about his health bill, you know, and how he wanted to get everybody, you know, Obamacare. He suddenly like flies to Germany, does a speech right in the middle when everybody's debating. I'm like, why are you leaving right now? Oh, fuck. He's part of it too. And I never voted I never voted either of the parties ever again. I will never vote these or ours ever again in my life. I, voting is waste, so I just vote third party because I know they don't want me to vote. Right. So I, I, I still do it. So I go third party, and it's probably meaningless at this point. So once the 2016 thing started going, and then 9-11, I knew shit was, and I really got into just studying that whole stuff. And, and I was really discovering stuff that maybe, like, people in the community the conspiracy community wasn't even, they didn't even know. And I was like, I was, you know, I had this guy who was like the kind of the king of, of the conspiracy podcast. His name is Greg Carl Wood. Yeah. We he just had him on. Yeah. Chat. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful dude. He's like the king. Yeah, I thought totally. the king were the jesters, you know? And, uh, <laughs> he's a great guy. And him and I have been friends for a long time. I never realized it, but we'd been friends on Facebook for a very long time. And he, you know, Ryan, Ryan comes on the show because he tells me, oh, I know Ryan through other stuff, and Ryan's like, oh, you got to get this guy, Greg Carwood, on his show. He's great. And I, didn't, I didn't know Greg Carwood. I knew I knew him, but I didn't know him, know him you know? So yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, Ryan, why don't you come on? And Ryan kind of did all the research, and we brought him on. And it was fun, and we, we talked to Tibetan Book of the Dead, and it was a really good time. And then 9-11 came on was coming up, so we decided to have him on for our 9-11 one, and I just discovered Building 6, and I brought him up. I go, hey, man, we want to talk Building 6. He goes, oh, you mean Building 7? I go, oh, he doesn't know Building 6. And Wait, like, hang on, Sam. Wait, what's what's the deal with Building 6? Oh, you guys don't know Building 6? No, man. I know oh, Building 7. crazy, dude. Everybody knows Building 7 because there's video of it, but part of me also thinks that is controlled opposition as well. To get people to debate and fight over, but nobody talks building six because building six is one hundred percent proof it was an inside job. Okay. Because it's got 
Okay, five buildings get hit on 9-11, right? Mm-hmm. Five buildings. Um, three of the five, and we know the two big ones, which are um, which is obviously <coughs> um, uh, the Twin Towers, okay? Right. But building, but Pentagon, the Pentagon, the part of the Pentagon that gets hit is the, the accounting offices for the Pentagon and the defense, you know, the, the, the military. It's the, it's the accounting offices. So they hit that. But obviously, which is, uh, I believe it's a Jam 5 missile that looks like a, basically an airplane. Yeah, because how how can there be a fucking plane that hit the Pentagon and there's no seats, no luggage, no fucking wings, no nothing? Come on. No nothing. uh, uh, None of the wires around there are knocked down. Uh, and then it has to fly at the lowest level. It's like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Right. But uh, if you look at the, the, the JM, I think it's the JM five. It's called, um, it looks like an airplane. It was done on purpose to look like an airplane. And that's kind of what hit the Pentagon. Okay. So now you have the Pentagon, that's the co- the accounting offices. And then the next one that got hit was uh, building seven. And that was the backup. That was the backup uh, offices for the accounting for the Pentagon, uh, the Secret Service, the CIA, the FBI. Those were the backup what offices the of the accounts. So they, so they hit that. But then nobody knows about Building 6. And if you Google Building 6, you'll see it was hollowed out. They hollowed it out. The wall stayed up. They hollowed down the middle of it, and it went 10 floors in. And... Uh, Greg did some, because I told Greg, I go, oh, Building 6. He goes, no, I've never heard of Building 6. He did research. He came on. He told me about the um, the El Dorado Task Force, which was in uh, Building 7, I mean Building 6, which was a task force that was put together by uh, 55 government agencies pulling resources and funding together to basically... Um, to look for money laundering in the government and around the country, around the world, for to support terrorism, and they fucking hit it, dude. What the fuck? And they drilled it ten floors down, and they, yeah, it's crazy, dude. So wait, they basically crazy, they yeah. basically like deleted the records out of the fucking computer in the real world, like by blowing they that shit up. They basically got rid of all yeah. the paperwork. So we'll never know. <laughs> never. No what? Like. Well, well, what was in that? What was in those records? Like we'll never know what they uh, had. Yeah, we'll never officially know. But the n- day before, if you actually watch, there's a uh, interview. Uh, uh, Donald Rumsfeld gives an in, uh, a press conference in which he talks about how they can't account for like I believe it was 13 million or 6.5 or 13 trillion dollars in the Pentagon. And he literally uses the phrase, I know some of you guys are thinking, why do I want to pat, uh, attack the Pentagon? Uh, I don't, I want to free it. And you think about what 9-11 did, it really opened up uh, for the military to basically go and bomb. And then you look at the whole thing with um, the um, general, um, what, is, what is his name? Pat- Fuck. Not Petraeus? General, the, no, 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 no. The general, hold on. He, it's the hammer nail uh, oh. general. Uh, hammer and nail speech and oh, Wesley Clark, okay. Wesley Clark speech in which he, um, he talks about, uh, how he was at the DO. He was at the, the department of defense and uh, he met with them. They told him that, you know, now they're going after 
Iraq. He goes, what, did we prove that they knew anything? They're like, no, but I guess when you're a hammer, every problem's a nail. Yeah. And then he, then he comes back, and they give him a list of all these countries that they, they want to invade. And uh, if you compare that list with, and you Google um, countries without centralized banks uh, in 2000, and you compare the list that he says with the list of people that they plan on attacking, it's the exact same list. So it's like a, a maneuver to move centralized banks into countries in the world that don't have them to destabilize them and make them fucked up so that we can move in and say, hey, we'll fix everything and move the centralized bank into that country. We don't do ever plan to fix anything or make anything better. Right. Our job is to go in there, install centralized banks, take over their money. Uh, every war has been a banker's war. Right. Every one of them, including World War II. If you really do some research, there's a good chance that uh, Hitler was a Rothschild. He was the bastard son. Holy well, o- shit. His father, Olus, was the bastard son of Baron Rothschild. He knocked up his... Uh, his help, which was Hitler's grandma. And, uh, he knocked her up and just like Game of Thrones, they shipped out the bastard child. And, uh, you know, he basically is raised through the ranks and they, they, he, he takes in, you know, and then, uh, he talks about how the gods of war, uh, have switched to the other side. He's basically saying that the, the, the international banks have cut his funding. Oh, and shit. that's why, he didn't die in Germany. The Russians never captured him. He basically escaped in a submarine to Argentina. Yeah, and where lived he out died the rest of his like, life in Argentina. Yeah. So let me ask you a question, man. I mean, like on our show, we talk a lot about openly about using psychedelics and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, um, I've had my concerns in the past about what we put out on the airwaves, like that, you know, you're on a list or somebody's fucking listening or you, just those moments of fucking paranoia when I'm stoned at home at night and I'm like, oh shit, I, you know, I said this or that on the show and and now I fucking got to worry about it. Like, do you ever think about that, doing a conspiracy show and putting information like that out there? Does it ever, like, oh, do you ever yeah. trip out about it? All the time. But I was talking to Greg about this and about how I believe that Greg, you know, there, there are so many people that are ahead of us that if they get knocked off, then I'll start worrying about it. You know what I'm saying? There's people so far ahead of us spitting out all this stuff, investigate report. Now some crazy shit has come out. I mean, dude, so this is a conspiracy podcast, correct? Not really. No. I mean, we're just a culture podcast, music, culture, psychedelics, whatever. I mean, we did have, we've had Greg on, we've had Jason Louv on, like whatever. We're, we're down. We just hang out. Oh, Jason's great. We love Jason. We love Jason. Jason always, uh, we've had him on twice and he's always killed it. Yeah. He's Uh, an amazing dude. dude. So, so much crazy shit coming out, dude. So much crazy. We are living in the golden age of conspiracies right now. So much is going on. It's unbelievable. And it's awesome all at the same time, dude. I, I just I just got to say, it, this is awesome to me. This is, Aaron has been in the conspiracy thing for a long time. I'm kind of a new convert to it. I was always like, okay, dude, I don't need to know all that. But then he finally convinced me through your show, through THC and stuff. You better be aware of what the hell's going on, man. Because we're in, the, yeah, well, this shit is getting crazier by the day. Well, here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. He, um, 
So, so there's this whole thing. To, I have a lot of friends of mine. I'm like the crazy guy in LA right now. I'm a face of conspiracies in Los Angeles comedy. And my friends all think I'm crazy. <sighs> you know, sometimes they, they talk out of sight of mouth when they, when they, t- they talk a lot of smack to me, you know, well, fuck it, man. The it- is, they're very afraid. They're very afraid yeah. of what's going on. It's crazy. And it's because most of these people have children. They're either one of two things. They're either really in, they're real insiders, or they have children. And they're very afraid to take a look at a world that they're bringing their kids into, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fine. But when you don't pay attention to what's going on and you don't sit there and go, okay, so you're actually allowing them to grow up into a world where it's going to be even worse for them by not paying attention and not saying anything or at least helping spread awareness. You're actually allowing a worse world to happen, you know? Totally. And, uh, yeah, dude, it's, well, uh, yeah, I mean, it's if crazy. You, if you don't that. know what's going on too, I mean, when you're aware of the mechanisms of control and the way that they're getting inside of our heads and tracking us and the million other fucking weird things that are going on out there, then, then you have a, a way to combat it by you being aware. If you, the thing that Apple always used to say to me, like I'd come home and be like, reptiles are fucking running the government or whatever the thing was that I said. And he'd be like, dude, okay, great. So what? It doesn't change that I got to get up and go to work tomorrow. Like, well, yeah, well, you know that what my opinion is like, that's my opinion on flat earth because Eddie Bravo is like one of my very good friends. <laughs> yeah. Very Eddie's awesome. Friend. He's somewhat, is the face of it, and I, I am not a, a flat earth person in any way, shape, or uh, form. There's, I, I'm not, I don't, it's not my thing, right. but I don't get angry that he believes in it, and there's this like weird kind of reaction to flat earth that I don't get. Like, why is it pissed? people off so much i don't know man what yeah why does it drive you crazy why does it piss you off well you know he's like disrespecting science but that's the whole point is the question science constantly that is the point of science that's what i was just gonna say yeah science yep yeah so why do people get so mad because literally if they said the earth was flat it yielded the tides came out how does that change your life no it doesn't how does it change it Maybe it tells you that God doesn't exist. Maybe that's it. And maybe that pisses, maybe, oh, excuse me. Maybe it means that God does exist. And the whole thing, this whole, like, where the center of this expanded universe is bullshit. You know, personally, I don't know what the whole story is. I, I, I kind of go through simulation theory. That's more my belief. Right. You know, based on nothing else than just shit gets weird out there. Right. So, I, but I don't know, but it doesn't bother me. It sounds crazy. And people go, Oh, dude, it's like fucking, dude, these flat earthers, what do you think? I don't care. You know what pisses me off? You know what affects me more? People believe that D's and R's, and there's a difference in the two parties, and that one side gives a shit about you more. Yeah. You know, that upsets me. That's more troubling to me than people think we live in a, a Petri dish on some asteroid <laughs> and then curling through space. You know, at this point, as far as, like, the whole D and R thing, like, it when an election's coming up, I just feel like if I vote, it's just like screaming into the wind or what, you know, it, it's, it's decided years or months before. And it's, they're pawns. They're all pawns. We don't see what's really going on. Oh, it, these are all puppets. Listen, dude, 
this Trump shit is crazy. Yeah, this I don't, I don't know what to think. This shit is crazy. You know, it's all crazy shit because, like, he does a lot of neocon shit. But I really do believe the hatred between him and the Clintons and Obama is 100% real. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think he is, what we're about to see is something on the level of, it's Watergate on steroids, dude. It is unbelievable what yeah. is going on right now. You can fucking feel it. You can dude, feel it walking around just so in the everybody, air. Everybody hates Q. Everybody, there's this big movement with Q. These, if people don't know what Q is, there was this guy who was going on anonymous chat boards, and he was dropping these hints without coming out and saying exactly what was going on. He would drop hints. And then Trump would give little, like, signals that it was real. Mm-hmm. And people were like, what the fuck's going on? So You're talking about QAnon, real. right? Yeah. Okay, okay. So he missed on a lot of things, but he predicted a ton of shit. But lately, like, there's been this real push by, like, like um, Alex Jones to say he's not real. But yet again, shit keeps coming out. Like, did you see the whole thing where he said in April that May... The Pope was going to have a bad May. Yes. And then all this shit just came out. The mm-hmm. Pope might retire. Uh, every Chilean, Chilean um, archdiocese has re, has a resign. Every one of them. What? A plane crash with a bunch of... Yeah, dude. Crazy shit. Now, some people say this information was out already, and this group of coders are putting this out. Now, some people think... I just had this guy called Praying Medic. He thinks... Uh, Q is the, uh, this Q group at the NSA. That they're this really high-level group of Q people. Oh, Some sh- people think Q just got compromised, but it's crazy, dude. But real shit's about to come out, dude. So like it, legacy. Isn't isn't destroying Q, isn't stuff. isn't Q? Uh, what Q means is like Q level. Um, security clearance with the government, right? Like well, Secret Service is Q. Well, that's what some people are saying. Okay, okay. That's what some people are saying. And then other people are now saying it's Q group from the NSA. That they know everything. Wow. So what do you it's think crazy, is what do you think's dude, going down, man? And, he, and you can say, dude, and you can say whatever you want. Maybe he knew some But he predicted shit like a train crash, uh, Hillary's house catching on fire, all this crazy shit. What? And then all the stuff came out that everyone's like, oh, he's compromised. Because he put out some shit about Iran, right? And how Iran had broken the treaty and that they had set up a nuclear facility in in um, in Syria. And, when, you know, Trump says we're pulling out of Syria. And then all of a sudden he bombs Syria. And right. everyone's freaking out. Right. Well, the rumor is they bombed Iran's nuclear facility. And then there's a bunch of shit that Trump is a Zionist. And it's all this crazy shit, dude. But I think Trump could be all these things. That's, he yeah. could be a neocon. He could be a Zionist. But he could also be, like, trying to get rid of pedophilia and trying to get rid of the Clintons. The Clintons and the Bushes are the worst thing ever happened in this country. Ever. Ever. The fact that people fight for the Clintons is the worst thing ever. You can see direct impact from things that Bill Clinton passed. Deregulation of banks, deregulation of media, NAFTA. NAFTA, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, so I lived through it. I'm telling you, bro. Fuck D's and R's. Fuck the Clintons, dude. I, I, everything is systematic. It's crazy. Now all these people have come out as paid by Mossad. A bunch of stuff just came out that these guys who are really big in the truth, the truth community are paid shills by Mossad. Oh, crazy, so they, people dude. have been saying that shit about people like Alex Jones and David Icke forever. That they're that they're shills. I don't know about and, Ike. I haven't looked into it. And everybody gets called a shill. I mean. I don't, there doesn't go an episode that I don't get called a gay Jew shill every fucking episode. <laughs> I'm not Jewish. Oh my God, man. You know? It's so, is there like, you said you were into conspiracy. You haven't made it in conspiracies if you haven't been called a shill. Yeah. You haven't they, made it. Somebody's got to be calling you that and then you know, hey, I fuck, I've arrived, right? Yeah, about yeah, yeah. Oh, you're like, oh, you must be doing something, right? <laughs> because there's just this thing in the conspiracy world that if you don't agree with everything that particular person says, that means you're a shill because they have it all figured out. And it's like, hey, dude, it's fine that we all don't agree on something as long as we know there's something going on, how we got there, and all this stuff is all craziness, dude. But, man, this, this shit with spying. Dude, Obama, the Clintons, the FBI, and the DOJ put plants on Trump. Straight up plants. Plants, dude. What the? Okay, Carter I, Page was I, I don't a know plant. about that. Oh my god, yeah. Because the news won't tell you that. They're too busy covering fucking the royal wedding. <laughs> dude, talk about what. You want to see, see, think about this, man? The day before the royal wedding, there's a fucking school shooting in Texas, like another, you know, sacrifice or some shit. And down. again, the FBI had met with that kid again. There are connections to every single high impact, either FBI or CIA thing. They all have met with them. Every single one. I'll show you videos of, 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 of witnesses saying police in armored fucking body proof armor were going around shooting everybody at Parkland. And then I'll show you a video of four cops coming out the back with giant duffel bags fucking throwing them back in the truck and the truck taking off. Dude, I'm we, telling you, bro. Hey, check this out. We've we're we all moved to Portland, Oregon from Las Vegas, right? So that Vegas shooting. Oh, I that, love Vegas. That Vegas shooting that happened, brother. You don't hear shit about that anymore. That was in the in the news for like two days, and then it was gone. But check this out. They say that it was one dude in that hotel with all those guns and all that shit. We know people that were at that hotel. We know a guy that's a security guard there. I've talked to people that live. It still lived there and were there when that went down. And they have told us that there was gunfire coming from all around that whole thing. That it wasn't one shooter, it was multiple. So, yeah, I, dude, I don't know. Dude, don't every know. single person, dude, there's so much shit. How about the guy? How about the guy who, um, how about the, the person who, um, the person who uh, put out an anonymous blog on a 4chan that on September 10th, that watch out, there's going to be a high impact uh, event on 91101, okay? Which everyone took as 911, which was the next day. He said four vans will be dropped. You can see four black vans fucking run. All the shit breaks out. Now, if I said that. The event was going to happen at 9-1, or excuse me, 9 one one 
zero one. If I told you it was going to happen, then what would you say that that represented? Nine eleven. Right, you'd think that, but it doesn't. What it represents is the Route ninety one festival on October first, oh, which is when it happened. Oh my God! You just fucking blew the top of my head off. Wow. Holy shit, man! And that came out on fortune. Yeah. Wow. What you have to understand, dude. Hold on. Yeah. Dude, what you don't understand, and people need to understand about this country, and everybody talks about taking away guns and doing all this shit. What people need to understand about the United States is that we, our, our, our military has been hijacked by dark forces, okay? And they're used as stormtroopers for international bankers. And that is not anti-Semitism because the royal family, they're basically Catholics. They're a church of, they're Church of England, which is an offshoot of uh, the Vatican. And, right. and uh, the House of Saad, they're Muslims. And we can go on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Okay? Right. It's not. That's just buzzwords. The Rothschilds are the boogeyman that people like to make them out like they're in charge of anything. But there's actually some much darker people, black nobility of Italy that goes all the way to banker families from Rome. I mean, it's crazy shit, dude. But our, our military is being used as the stormtroopers for this international banking thing. Right. Uh, movement, cabal, okay? Which basically involves um, the United States, England, and Israel. And I just heard some crazy-ass shit the other day from my friend who's deeply religious and he reads the Bible. And I'm not a religious guy, but he, he's always told me some crazy shit that later on becomes fucking true, and it's just... You know, it's just, it's crazy shit about the lost tribes of Israel and how they went to the Northeast near England. The Vikings, the British are one, are, are, are the lo- two of the lost families of Israel. Sounds crazy, dude. It does sound crazy, lost- but you, shit, man, you know, I mean, if you think about it like this, it all has to do with perspective and the way that you see things. And when you learn about stuff like this, you're changing your perspective and you're seeing it from a different point of view. Like, I mean, if you want to look at it like that, the Armageddon's already happening right now all over the world. You know, just we live we live somewhere where it's not really going down that bad yet. But if you're living in okay. Syria right now, there's fucking bombs going off in your front yard. And Dude, this guy bro- broke down. My buddy broke down just all. There's a statue that represents every one of the like the fucking the, the whole, as you go down the statue's body, it represents all the different empires that have come and gone. And the Bottom is ten toes, which he says represents the ten lost tribes of Israel, and two of them were basically went to England and became England, which was you, you remember where they said like the the, the sun never sets on the, the British Empire because they were everywhere, and then the U.S. is an offshoot of that. So based on what he's telling me, because he already told me he told me this shit a long time ago, like I'm talking like early '90s, he's talking about how the the European Union was going to come together, become a giant thing. Uh, this is your buddy that, that's really religious that's been telling you this stuff? Yeah, he told me about the EU before the EU was even mentioned. He said the EU was going to come together, and that the EU will eventually, it will be led by Germany, which will eventually go in and basically be the, 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 the chaperone, let's say, of Israel 
and Palestine conflict. And that, and then it will come down to basically Israel, the United States, and, and Britain versus, which is why Britain is breaking off from the EU, right? This is crazy shit, right? Right. So the EU, so Britain is breaking off from the EU, right? And now it's going to be the EU versus the three of us. And it's just, and then the end of fucking day. This Israeli Palestine shit is just straight up biblical rapture bullshit, dude. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you think that maybe it could be hey. like people that are religious like that, that are in power doing this shit to like force the book of revelations to come true, to make yes. it look like it's like that? 100%. But what do we do? Well, I mean, beyond beyond getting beyond getting educated about it and knowing what the fuck is going on, like, what can I do? What What do you think the thing that's happening? What's the end game? What's the end goal for them? I think we just have to spread the word, man. I think people just have to spread the word. People have to wake up now. Which this goes back to why there's been so many school shootings because they are scared shitless that people are waking up and that they have to move quickly to get rid of our guns. Oh shit. I, you know, and, and these last, I, I'm not sure if it's the one that just happened in Texas. That kid didn't even have a, an AR. He, it was a shotgun. So what now it's going to be shotguns are bad. And that's the thing. Like it, yeah, what is an assault rifle? A lot of these free shootings are done with handguns. I mean, like, dude, it's real. Now this thing in Texas, they're talking about a drill. There's always a drill. Whenever you got to suspect something when fucking the news is instantly there. It's the biggest story of the day. And then you got to listen to the early interviews and they get out and they, and Eddie Bravo thinks they do it on purpose to get everybody to fight on it. But they always talk about multiple shooters, Mm -hmm. multiple shooters. Yeah, I we, always I was, talk about that. I was, saw this happen on uh, Friday. I was at work. TV was on at work. I saw the news flash come on that it was going down. And me and my buddy are standing there. And I go, you know what, man? I guarantee what we're seeing right now isn't what you're going to see tomorrow night. And I wonder how many of these people that we're seeing right now are actors or people that we've seen on other scene crime scenes, you know? I just wonder how much you know, of it is, is manufactured at this point. All of it? I mean, look at the Manchester bombing, right? The Manchester bombing, which was, which there was no video of the actual bombing. You just hear a shot. When, I don't know if you know this, but England has no right to privacy. They literally have corner. They have cameras on every corner. It's mm-hmm. like a reality show. Every inch <laughs> is covered in cameras. Right. Yet there's no picture of the bombing at all. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Man, when you have a teacher talking about she saw cops shooting people and then at the Parkland thing, and then there's another fucking witness saying the exact same thing in a different interview at the exact, why, why everybody's running away? They just saw cops in armor shooting people with a weird ass gun, which looks a lot like this Israeli gun they have. It's crazy, dude. It is crazy. Uh, but I love it. I love watching it. I love seeing what's happening. He's got a fucking. So is there can't, like? Is there one thing on. like? I'm sorry, dude. Is, is there like? Because you said that you were into this before you started the show, right? And 
obviously you're going to learn a ton of shit by having the people that you've had on your show on. Is there one thing that you've like heard or learned about since you started tinfoil hat that you're like, Holy fuck. I didn't know anything about that. And now it's like, what do I do? Uh, well, there's, I've had one topic that someone wanted to talk about and I, I re I researched, I'm like, ah, fuck. It's too, it's too, insane and sad it's uh 5g oh shit yeah you know? yes yeah that whole shit. thing with 5g is insane man like they're, they're they can like control put, put voices in your head and shit with it yeah 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 so do you think that shit is real like those people where they call it uh, targeted individuals like there's people out there that say that like without a doubt dude 100 percent that's real Really? 100%. Wow. 100%, dude. So when they Do launched... Do you guys know that that one person has pretty much been involved in two presidential assassination attempts? And that is George Bush Sr. He was uh, basically in Dallas during the JFK assassination. And then he's basically part of the uh, Ronald Reagan assassination attempt. Uh, Hinckley... Hinkley, the guy who tried to shoot Reagan, was actually uh, from old Texas oil family. He's from an old what Texas oil fuck? family, and that George Bush Jr. literally said that he was friends with Hinkley. You know wow. how Hinkley just goes to a mental facility, then gets out. It's like yeah, they uh, just dude, send him away for, all... for a minute and let him let him be out of the public eye, and then now we're all good. You, you're out yeah. now. It's all good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and who if 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 Reagan dies, who benefits? Bush. Yeah, yeah, the Bushes. Yeah, and there's some corruption that goes yeah. back there forever. <clears throat> that, and I love I love how they uh, I love how they sit there. I love how that uh, they sit there, and when uh, Barbara Bush died, they tried to romanticize her. It's just like. She is a dumpster fire. Her <laughs> vagina was a portal for lizard fucking people. Fuck her. Her dad, her dad was Alistair Crowley. If you look at it, it's pretty much Alistair Crowley. All rich people are fucking swingers, cucks. They all fuck each other and they all get knocked up by other people. Okay. So let me ask, let me ask you this then, man. Cause you, you, you said something earlier and I, I want to go back to it. You said like in your circle of friends, you're the conspiracy guy, you're the nut and you're in the LA, like Hollywood scene. Like, do you see that? Like, uh, insider thing do you see people that are like well i can't be friends with sam now because he's you know he's doing the conspiracy thing he's too close uh i think there's people that i i make nervous for sure i ask them come on a podcast they're like oh no i don't like conspiracy and they're super insiders and they don't want to and that's fine with you i, I don't take it personal sometimes they do snarky fucking take shots at me you know, and mm -hmm. they get really angry and the, you know, yeah. one time somebody put hands on me, I had to fucking put them against the wall. And it's just because they're <laughs> afraid. They're afraid. It's not that they hate you. They're just so afraid that they're getting lied to. They all think they're the smartest people in the room. And I've learned a lot living in Los Angeles and I, I don't hate anybody, but I've learned there's a difference between, um, being educated, let's say, and having knowledge, and street smarts, street smarts. Yeah, okay? totally. There's yes. a big difference. 
I know some people that can write you the greatest fucking script of all time. They're creatives. They understand systems. You know, they're, they mm -hmm. understand logic. They're just not smart. Yeah, you, you couldn't, you couldn't put them in a dark alley and say, hey, walk down to the other end and don't get your ass kicked. Well, I don't, I don't know if necessarily that that's a, a skill that's important. Like, can you survive a, a dark alley? But the point is, is like they, they get fooled very easily. They, right. they identify with, with identi identity politics and, and they, they don't see, they don't see past the superficial, you mm -hmm. know? Or that they're just giant sellouts, which is 100% possible as well. But, yeah, but I, you know what, man? Like, I, I'll tell you this, at least for me and the people that I hang out with and the people that I know, like, psychedelics have played a huge part in that not buying into the superficial anymore. You know, going down that road has opened me up to the idea of that there's more going on than what we see and than what we're told. That's how I initially got into learning about conspiracy theories and all that shit. Like, and I know that you're like, you're doing the sobriety thing, but you, I've heard you say a few times on your show that you still would do mushrooms, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't see mushrooms as a, uh, as a addictive drug. Right on, man. So I agree with you a hundred percent. I think there's a difference between a drug. And I've a never, medicine. I've never, I've never did mushrooms be like, I'm Jones for mushrooms again. Yeah. Let me, let, me go suck, let me go suck somebody's dick, get some mushroom money. Yeah. That's right, not, right, right. not, not so going to happen. That's, that's how I, I, I kind of play it. So, yeah. you know, I don't see it that way at all. I have no clue what happened. I'll Sorry. tell you what happened. They heard us talking about them and they cut in on our internet feed, man. <laughs> No, man. I'm cool with that. Yeah, fuck it. You know, what are you going to do? I, I think we're all on a list, <laughs> you know? But I, for ahead, sure. I, I was just going to, that, that's one of, like, that just happened. And now this is one of the things I'm starting to realize that, that like, you're talking about people, get, they get upset because of the truth. It just Guys, I got to tell you, I actually hung up. You accidentally <laughs> hung up? I don't want you guys to think they're going to. I mean, dude, here's the thing about the NSA and all that stuff. It's not like they're listening to everything. What they do is they gather everything, right? They're just dumping. This call will be dumped into a file. Right. So then later on, if one of us turns out to be some kind of scumbag or they want to blame something on us, you know, they'll go through all this shit and they'll try to find something that's interesting, which is a giant waste of time. Totally. Do you guys know that um, February 4th, 2004, the Pentagon stopped a program called, uh, they ended a program called LifeLog, which was going to be a program that basically data mines all your data for your entire life. Uh, in 2004, they ended that. 2000, February 4, 2004. Uh, do you know what day Facebook was formed? Let's guess. Oh, February 5th, 2004. February 4th. February 4th, 2004, Facebook was formed. They didn't even wait a day. They didn't even wait a fucking day. Nope. So, what, what, but what are they going to do with, there's so many fucking people out there, Sam. There's, think about the amount of data that just goes through your phone. Like, so what? It, I, I don't know. I, I wonder, because, you know, I hear well, people like, I mean, you got CIA Siri in your house or whatever. Pornhub. CIA created Pornhub. You no, know? Yeah. 
Writer's I, upset. Writer said, no, not Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, they've made me into, some, into liking some weird shit, so they know I like weird shit. Hey, fuck which it. Which is fine. Yeah, hey, dude, life's too short. I'm too old to be. Right. Yeah, to care about. You know, giving a shit. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't. So that's why I talk about all the shit in my, my act, because I don't want them to think I don't talk about anything. That, 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 you know, yeah, you I like to be open. I like to be honest. And I think it's really important that, you know, like stuff like TMZ was, I think TMZ was just created to blackmail people. Wow. You know? Yeah. It definitely could I want to get this guy on TMZ and just be like, that's your network blackmails people. Mm-hmm. They blackmail people. Well, you know, man, that's... No that, one can go get a... Go on. That's why I like what you guys are doing and what Duncan's doing and just podcasting in general. I think that at this at this stage in the game, we haven't been locked down yet as far as what we can say and what we can do on our shows. So when we do this, it's getting out there. I think I think it's a drop from your show is the revolution will be podcasted. Yeah, dude. The revolution will be podcasted, dude. And I believe it and I I don't know, there's part of me that wants to believe that, like, like there are people within our military that sees that, that, sees that we're, that our military's been hijacked for banker wars. Right. And that they don't like it, and they're tired of it. Like, the amount of fucking blood that has been fucking shed for fucking international bankers. Guys, let me ask you something. When you pay your taxes, who do you pay it to? The United IRS. States government, the IRS. You, but it's not a government agency. Yeah, it's not a government agency. You guys are smart. It's a it's an I, I, WBO IMF agency. Private corporation. It's a corporation. Yep. It's a I, private corporation. So you play pay your tax. That's when they say taxation is theft. That's what they mean. And your you birth certificate actually a, makes you a corporate entity. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's fucking it's uh and nobody wants to talk about it because they're fucking because they're afraid they're afraid to rock the boat and I get that but it's like you know it's like the we're in deep shit right now with the petrodollar with all these companies coming off the petrodollar we're in real deep shit right now like real deep shit mm-hmm. and um but you know what man the amount of like uh, the crimes against humanity and uh, mother nature and earth that we have committed. It's like, maybe it needs to go away. Maybe, uh, maybe this whole thing's been built on a, a fucking, a bunch of cards and, you know, and I honestly believe that NAFTA was created to get rid of all the work. So people had two options in life, the military or prison. Jesus and Christ. you got to be one or the other. And you got, because those will be the only jobs around. And that's why things really going on. And I think the heroin epidemic is the same is the attack on the middle class and poor white man like the fucking crack was an attack on the poor black man mm-hmm. and uh, it's all about getting them hooked taking away all their job opportunities uh, throwing them in jail destroying the uh, family unit which they did to the black family and now I think they're slowly doing that to the white family so your options are go to jail or join prison or join the, uh, the uh, military and that's what they're trying to do. And it's, That's it's, why I don't get- it's at the point now where like back in the sixties, you would hear the whole tune in, turn on, drop out thing. And at this point, 
you can't even really drop out to the point where it would really make a difference because you still got to carry a fucking cell phone. If you want to work, if you got to get, you know, you got to get a job, you got to put food on your table, you got to eat. So what are you going to do? How are you going to drop out? I mean, the only, the only option I see is doing the kind of like what we're doing and is building communities of like-minded people that are educated and know what's going on and try and like, uh, wait it out and see what happens, man. Yeah, I do believe, uh, you know, that's why you're seeing a huge crackdown on the internet. A huge crackdown. And then you find out that, like, Google, Facebook, those are all government agencies. Right. And then, we, you know, Snapchat never made a dollar, yet it, kept, it keeps going. Why? Because the U.S. government funds it. It was a way to get facial recognition. Jesus Christ. You no? Know? Yeah, yeah I, I never even thought of that. Uh, you again, just blew the top of my head off. Yeah. I, at this point we're so deep. Dude, I mean, so many Tesla's never made a dollar, never made a dollar. Yeah. He's Elon Musk is pretty cool. He just launched his fucking dummy into space. <laughs> he's, he, he's got a car he going around. Told the you it was fake. Yeah. Right. He told you it was fake. You know what, man? They, go, they didn't even test the car. They didn't make the car. It was, it was space conditions. And you said, it's like 3,000 degrees in space. Dude, you're telling me that the, thing isn't going to fuck. Here's it's crazy. The, the thing that gets me is this, man. Like, okay, they say we went to the moon. Okay, I wasn't there. I don't know if we fucking went to the moon or not. Okay, we went. Or we didn't go. It was done in a... In a soundstage in, in Van Nuys. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. They say we went there and they say guys walked on the moon. And then you turn around and you hear them say that we haven't ever gone through the Van Allen belt. So which yeah. is it? Have we gone through the Van Allen belt or did we land on the moon? Like it's, Dude, there's so much. NASA spends $50 million a day. What? That's, that's a lot of black ops money. Jesus. That, that just sounds like a funnel to me. A lot of black ops money, dude. So, I mean, the bottom line of all of it, man, is what do you do? I, I, I think you just get your group of friends around you and try and have as much fun as you can and love life and try and be educated and, you know, what and do what we're doing is get the word out. I think the best you can do is just try not to add to it, spread the word. And then take care of your your side. Be a good person, you know. Yep. Call out injustice. You know, you, that's the best you can do is call out injustice. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and there's enough of it and out there right now to call. support those who fight. Like what's going on with Julian Massage is unbelievable right now. Unbelievable. They mute that in the media a lot too, man. You don't even hear a lot about him anymore. Yeah. All these people, like if you fart on a reporter, the mainstream media goes nuts. But nothing about Julian Assange? Nothing? No, but they'll have four-hour coverage at the royal wedding like the fucking Olympics. Garbage. All day. Yeah, complete garbage. Well, we got to, you know, they got to propagate the bloodline and, you know, the reptiles got to eat. Man, so what are you gonna do? She's a she's an American. Oh yeah, that's right. She's an American. It's okay. I get it now. Yeah, okay. It's special. <laughs> Anyone can be a princess. I'll tell you what, man. I I appreciate what you're doing, Sam. And 
thanks, man. I, you know, it, it's cool that there's people out there that are willing to put it on the line, you know, fuck it. I just enjoy trying to figure out what's going on. And most people say you'll never figure out what's going on, which could be true, man. I mean, it is, is Q real? Is he not real? I mean, he's put out a lot of real information. So what, is, what are we, you know, it's like crazy. Like well, what is really going on? And what is really real? You know, I mean, I've heard some people say that Q is Trump. Which, Right. And like, what is Trump? Is Trump a white hat, a black hat? I mean, he does. He keeps selling arms to uh, Saudi Arabia. I mean, moving the embassy to Jerusalem. Those don't seem like white hat things, you know? Um, I mean, what, what is it, dude? I mean, like, what is it? Keeps deregulating everything. I, you know, it's I, very similar to Clinton's, dude. But, you know. I mean, this has to be the greatest charade of all time. It's this stuff with the with the Podestas and the Clintons and the pedo gates and all that stuff isn't real. And maybe it's not. I mean, I fell for Obama for two two years. Right. I fell for him for two years, and I realized he's full of shit. And the stuff that Obama got away with is unbelievable, dude. The drone strikes and all the shit. Yeah, yeah. No drone I... strikes, surveillance. Uh, you know. Uh, they basically call it Obama Contra, where he basically took the DEA off of investigating whether Hezbollah was selling drugs in America to fund their army, you know? Crazy shit. And Jesus. then the whole selling of uranium to Russia. And then, like, how some of that got to Iran. So Iran was building a, a nuclear facility in Syria. And then you find out they were cool with that. And then you realize they want to arm everybody. So the military industrial complex always has to be fucking being paid to make weapons. And it's just this giant bullshit thing. We have been hijacked by dark forces, dude. Well, there's got to be something that balances that shit out, man. And I think it's, I think it's this. I really do. I really believe that having these conversations and, and doing the kind of shit that we do is the thing that's balancing that out. Because I'll tell you what, if, if I bet everything on what I got from the news every day, I'd be fucking another drone. You know, but I'm not. I'm well, paying attention. And the most amazing thing is that as you as you learn this stuff, you see how blatantly the news is lying to you. It almost upsets you, but you got to learn to let it go. Yeah, I, it's. I I I got to be honest, man. I can't even watch it anymore. It's too yeah, much. It's 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 too it's it's insulting at this point. Yeah. It's insulting. I mean, you got you got Wolf Blitzer, dual citizenship. He's a piece of shit. Then you got Don Lemon. You got Rachel <laughs> Meadows. But if I told you, like, if I go Fox News is full of shit, everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, but if I go MSNBC is full of shit, everyone's like, what, dude? Dude, what are you, crazy conspiracy guy, alt right, dude? How no, about dude. all of it's full of shit? Yeah, yeah all. Let me let me hear right? all the sides and try and figure out the narrative in between all of it that they didn't want me to find out in the first fucking place. Do you you remember when Fox News was a crazy people? And they still are. Oh yeah. So MSNBC is out. It's like Fox News was the drunk friend who got too drunk at the party, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Look at this guy, he's making an ass out of himself." And then someone who's cracked out of their skull on crack comes in. Everyone forgets about the drunk guy and the crackhead <laughs> MSNBC's here. Everyone's like, holy shit, that's, a, that's even worse. It's even, see, the problem is this, is that the, uh, the, Clinton, the, the Bill Clinton's presidential campaign was funded by the Koch brothers to bring the, uh, the left central to the center. 
right. and become business Democrats not, and not not actually, you know, left uh, um, 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 liberals, which is, you know, I'm an old school liberal, okay? You know, I'm like, I'm for as much choice in life as possible. Yeah, fix my as roads possible. and leave me alone. How about that? Let's go there. Someone could say I'm a libertarian when it comes to uh, personal choices, sexually, what you want to do in your house. With consenting adults, I don't care what you do. I don't want right. anyone to tell me what to do, okay? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, That's I'm, what, I'm you know, you. I'm, I'm for, like, this whole thing's going on right now. Like, my friends in Deep Sea used to have a show on the Food Networks, and everyone got mad at him here because he put out something that straight white male is the new N-word. You know, oh, and uh, people lost their skull. And I'm like, what is wrong with that? Like, wh- I mean, like, it's maybe not a good joke, but the loose skull <laughs> have people banned from clubs. It's like unbelievable. Yeah, Fuck man. That. We're way too sensitive nowadays, man. We're all way too no, sensitive. It's guilty. It's guilty conformist betas. Okay. Who are full of shit. Mm-hmm. They're all full of shit. And the Me Too thing, we just found out they're all liars. They're all liars. Wow. They're all, they have dark secrets and they're liars. And that's what was starting to go on with fucking every great entertainer. There was some scumbag shit about them. They were into weird shit. Yeah. Most of them. Right. My family's, my family's a Hollywood family, man. My dad was a producer in the sixties and the seventies in Vegas. And yeah, there's some weird shit that goes on for sure. For sure. So, Hey Sam, where can yeah. uh, where can people find you, man? What's going on with you? Are you doing any dates anytime soon or anything like that? Okay, uh, this actually starts a big week for me. You know, I'm very blessed that I'm working with Eddie Bravo, my friend Ryan Davis, and a good friend of ours from Vegas, Trez Mala, who's a big conspiracy theorist guy. Um, we uh, Live Nation is doing the first conspiracy comedy tour. It's myself, Eddie Bravo, Ryan Davis, Tresmala, and we are the first show, which isn't Live Nation. We're doing it is uh, this Friday night, 10 p.m. The Comedy Store Belly Room. We're doing a comedy and podcast night. Then on top of that, then June first, we are live at Cobbs in San Francisco, which is a humongous club, 400 seater. We're at Cobbs, and then we're at uh, the. we are at the uh, Punchline Sacramento. If we sell those out, if we sell them out, we will uh, be put on tour by Live Nation. So that's what we're going for right now. Fuck yeah. We're really. What's the- so if you know anybody in San Francisco, you got any friends, tell them come down, dude. I yeah. just need 200 people to bring one friend, and that's not that hard. San Francisco is actually the second biggest demographic for my uh, tinfoil hat. So we just need 200 of those people. We get oh, like 2,000 listeners in San Francisco. We just need a tenth of them to bring one friend, and we'll be sold out. You guys are going to kill it, man. I'm, I'm sure it'll happen, brother. And, you know, thanks from all of us over here, man. Thanks for coming on the show. We fucking appreciate it. And keep doing what you're doing, brother, because we're out here listening, and we're, we're picking up what you're putting down for sure. Uh, I appreciate that. I, I wish I hadn't been on a plane. I might be a little more funny, but I appreciate you guys hitting me up. And uh, we look forward to... Um, you know, we'll do it again down the line, my friends. That's what I was right. just gonna say. It'd be awesome because, like, I'm just, I'm just learning about a lot of this conspiracy stuff from you and uh, Greg and stuff like that. It'd be cool to visit this again, talk with you more, man. 
Anytime, all the time, buddy. We'll do it for sure. All right, Sammy. Thanks for your time, brother. Go go get some rest, dude. Get some get some sleep, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care, boss. All right, man. Bye, guys. Later, man. Thanks for having me on. Yep. That was a fucking trip. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a different direction than No Simple Road goes, but I'll tell you what, he's Sammy's got some energy. Oh, dude, yeah, you could tell that we could have gone on all night and just talked. And he was apparently tired. Yeah, that's that's tired Sam Tripoli, guys. So (laughs) can you imagine what fully rested, coffeed up (laughs) Sam Tripoli is like? Yeah. Go check him out. Go check out Tim Foil Hat. And, <laughs> and if you're in San Francisco, go over to the show. Fuck, man. If you guys... Okay. They're going to go on tour, so... If you, if you don't know who Eddie Bravo is, do yourself a little favor and go check out some of Eddie Bravo's Flat Earth stuff on YouTube. It is some of the coolest shit ever. Whether you believe in Flat Earth or you don't or whatever the trip is, it's still fun and it's entertaining and Eddie's awesome and a really cool personality. You guys should check it out. So typically on No Simple Road, like that's not our bag. We don't really talk about politics and I'll tell you what, man, as as Sam is, is... talking the lyrics to ship of fools are playing in my head the whole time and I, I that's all i could think of the whole time is just like man that's a different world than i'm even in anymore i don't even i don't know we, we get on no i i'll find out about it and I'll, I'll it's interesting to me and and i listen but i feel like i don't even live in that world anymore you used to live in that world Hardcore. Oh yeah, I, nice apple. Apples, nice. That's really really great, man. Sitting right next to me. That was Darwin. Classing up the podcast, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks. But yeah, as 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 we're talking, I'm just I hear ship of fools in my head, and I don't know. I, it just seems so. I, I don't even know how to put it into words, man. Like, yeah. All that stuff is real and all that stuff is happening. But what do we do? Like, all I can do is love my family and love my friends and be a good person. Getting the word out. And get the word out. And and that's it. Build and build. And I guess we'll find out as as it unfolds what we do. Like, you know, the revolution is being podcasted right now. I guess that's what we're doing. You know? What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. A farm. Nowhere to run to if you need. Yeah, No Simple Road Farms is making more and more sense and sounding better and better the more information that goes into my head about that stuff. But yeah, so thanks, Sam. We appreciate you coming on the show, brother. And we look forward to seeing what you do on Tinfoil Hat. And good luck with everything with Live Nation, man. I hope that you fucking sell that room out and they send you guys on tour. Yeah, then we can see you come through Portland. Yeah. So everybody out there, take a breath. 
in through your nose, out through your mouth. This was a very different episode. And that's okay. They don't all have to be, you know, some musician or an artist. The variety is the spice Vi- Thank you, Ryder. That's what makes the soup taste good. Spice. Boring, bland, bone broth soup with no spice sucks. Oh, bone broth soup's pretty good. I've never had bone broth, actually. I just said that because it's trendy. It's pretty good. Yeah. Bone you gotta broth. spice it right, though, still. Uh, you, okay. You're gonna have to make me some bone broth soup sometime. So, yeah, guys. You know, take it for what it's worth, and... It's good to be educated, but, you know, don't go down the rabbit hole. It's cool. No, go down the rabbit hole, but just make sure you leave a rope or a trailer. Yeah, okay. Make sure you can bring yourself back. Yes, if you go down the rabbit hole, bring a grappling hook and a really long rope. And that's what I've been doing. You tried to get me to listen to this tribe just in the last couple months. I've started mostly Greg Carlwood. And and then also tinfoil hat listening to what the, you know they have man they have these people on these aren't bullshit people these are people are, are scholars and write books and have you know they're not it's not just some crack it's not the dude pulling his penis standing naked down on the corner of Burnside I got something to tell you although that guy is funny as hell I'll bet you he's got some shit to say I was he's, say, he's definitely CIA sometimes they have he's some bullshit people on and those people are fun as hell to listen to yeah, yeah. there's a lot out there man there's a lot going on in this world it's so yeah this. We love you guys, and we'll be back next week with another episode, and Melanie will be here. She's off in Seattle right now, and I know you all missed her thoughtful and feminine questions that she asks, but she wasn't here, and the guys had to do this thing without her, and you know what? We did it, and that's fine, but I prefer when Melanie's here, because when I don't know what to say, she always seems to have just the right thing, so we love you, Mel. Um, yeah. Give a smile to a stranger. Hug your family. And we'll see you next week. Dig deeper. Peace. Feed a squirrel. Feed a squirrel? Feed. Oh, feed. Yeah, do that.
Hey listeners, I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you'd cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. <laughs>